welcome to the Popcorn Junkies. Popcorn Junkies, yeah. Say hey, Mum. Hi, hi, hi. Say hi again. Hi again. We are reviewing Women Talking, which is curious because across the channel, we haven't even reacted to a trailer for this. This is one of the films that's kind of in the Oscar mix. I think it's been nominated for Best Picture. Um, this is directed by Sarah Polly. The only film I've, I've seen by Sarah Polly is uh, Stories We Tell, which was a really curious documentary slash memoir about her mother using um, actors and performers to recreate some, but not all, of the Super 8 archive footage that she used yes. to remember. This is directed by Sarah Polly. It's, it's based upon um, a book, is it? Or a series yes, of books? Yes, a book. Or no, or one book. One book. But by, how do you pronounce her name? Marion Tove. Tove. Miriam Tove. Yes. She had a really strange life, Miriam Tove. So her sister killed herself and her father killed herself. Wow. She was brought up in this Mennonite, it's a Mennonite society where the rules are very strict and women have no rights at all and are, are hardly educated. Mm -hmm. And then she left it at 16. And um, the reason I'm mentioning her sister and her father is that some of her early books deal with those things. There's a right. very famous book by her called All My Puny Sorrows, right, which yes, is I've amazing. And I think they might be making a film of that as we speak. Oh, right. okay. And what is incredible about her is that as well, she has these, she talks about absolutely, you know, dreadful in a way, hard to hear subjects. Mm suicide abuse blah, blah blah but she's got the most amazing sort of dark sense of humor so she can make you laugh in the same sentence this is a film and it stars claire foy you know from the crown jesse buckley just gets better and better rooney mara uh, francis mcdormand in a very tiny part but she's also the producer uh, and ben wishaw as a sort of i would say sort of a resident kind of agreeable male um, a crying man. A crying man. The, set in the Mennonite community, I was reminded of having filmed in Pennsylvania and, and places like that, of, or Philadelphia, I can't remember which, um, the Amish community. So this is mm. very much a community sort of, yeah. you know, held in time, preserved in aspect, religious, uh, patriarchy, male-dominated, mm. etc. And it's a film, as the as it says on the tin, it's a film about women talking. Yeah. But what are they talking about, Mark? Yeah, they're having to decide uh, whether they go or stay because these abuses, various abuses have been happening to various women over a period of time. By the men of their community. By the men of their community. They only knew that for sure when one of the girls saw a man leaving the room and recognised him. One of the younger girls, yeah. Yeah, um, told the elders and they took him in. And and, um, and that's, the men aren't, aren't there when the women are discussing it because they're all bailing out the man mm. who was taken in. They have three options, to stay and do nothing, to fight or to go to leave and to start their own community. Uh, and August, who's the Ben Wishel character, writes down uh, what they're saying. Okay, mm -hmm. so we've got, we've got a, a sort of group of women that we home in on, mm -hmm. but they're not the only women in the community. They're no. representative. They're a sort three of clans, in fact, three Yeah, families. so there's a lot more women in the community, but these are the sort of most, if you like, outspoken, motivated, kind of active. Or whose children, like the Claire Bloom character, have had something Claire so dreadful, Claire Foy, have had something so dreadful done to them that she can't even... Yeah, they've all been pushed to a certain sort of yeah, boundary. Yeah, um, yeah. Frances McDormand is there, but she's literally in two scenes. And she's, Yes, Carface. <laughs> she's like a sort of elder and she's a sort of austere and she's sort of almost... You felt for her because she's kind of... She's signed her life over to this yeah, place and, yeah. and she can see these younger women are challenging it and older women are challenging it. So there are more women in the place, but, the, but there are no men. I just have to ask from the outset because this mm. confused me all the way through. Mm, mm. For saying it's a very it's a women talk, it's, it, it's and we'll get into the parallels around feminism and mm. how it's a fight still ongoing mm. and how it resonated for you as a, a sort of radical 70s, feminist, 70s yeah. radical feminist. And it resonated for me as your child as well. Um, 
Why was Ben Whishaw allowed in? Because they had no way of writing it down because they couldn't write. They trusted him to write down a true reflection of what, yeah. no matter how Of what they were talking it was, about. He was taking the minutes. Taking, he was taking yeah, the minutes. Yeah. It sounds like a weird thing to home in on. I found him the most troubling aspect of the whole yeah, film. Yeah, I can understand that. Because he sort of tugged against the... Parable. Parable. Yeah, it felt like a parable. It felt like a play. It's a, you know, it's a very sort of contained scene within a sort of It's almost Arthur Miller-ish, isn't it? Yeah, it's very yeah. The Crucible-ish. Got that he was there to write things down and the women had lacked education, not been, been allowed an education, didn't even know how to write. Even when they... There was a very powerful scene at the beginning where they got almost all the women in the community to vote mm. on the three choices. And the only way they could put all the three choices were, which, as you say, were... Uh, do nothing and stay, was fight. It? fight and leave. leave. You know, all they could do was mark an X, X underneath yeah. drawings. They yeah. couldn't even write the choices. They had yeah. to I thought that was powerful. Oh, and I, yeah, but I liked right at the beginning, there was something in the narration that said, we had been so denied the language of knowing what was happening to us mm. that there would have been a total absence or vacancy of even an ability to reflect on the awful yes. treatment. That we got. I thought that was really powerful. Yes. And I thought that almost swamped and overwhelmed everything that came came after us because that was so philosophically powerful about how they did lack all the language and they, my was problem it? with this film was i kept approaching it literally and metaphorically but i kept getting irritated where i was getting bogged down in literalness like give me an example of that. ben Wishaw. like oh. for example if they had so been sort of disallowed the language of experience how would they have been able to have expressed it at all because of desperation right. that's why I mean, what's very good about the film as well is that the sort of abuses that take place, and it's over a number of years, mm. are only shown in an absence in a way, and you mm. only get sort of what happened afterwards. You don't get any graphic sort mm. of uh, things. I thought it was clever. It was clever, so mm. it distanced you in a way, and it didn't make you sort of hor so horrified you couldn't mm. watch the screen. But um, they did it, Mark, because... They were fighting That's for right. the lives of their children. So it was their, so it was their fear for their kids, yeah. in a sense. They, yeah. I, get, I get that. Yeah. I, I, I suppose that Ben Wishaw... I didn't believe that Ben Wishaw could have no, been I as couldn't. nice as he was, as understanding as he was, be allowed to teach the children, mm. be allowed to be in the community, mm. be able to exist within the community, mm. presumably mostly amongst other men. Mm. And so there was a boys. point... Boys. We're boys, but the fathers would have allowed him... There'd have yeah. been some involved. Yeah. You know, I see, this is what I mean. I got, I got so kind of... I found him the most troubling aspect of the whole thing. Yeah, well, in a way, I know what you mean, because I sort of did a bit, because I, I love Ben Wishaw. Yeah, I do too. But he 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 often... Oh, I don't know if I couldn't work out if what they were saying. So basically, it, it is really a film of their, the evolution of their discussion, their changes of opinion, mm. their fear and their hopes to leave, escape. You know, there's power struggles, not in the terms of ego, but there's fear around if we leave, will we be damned? Will we not go to heaven? Yeah. What's the best thing for our children? Can we stay and educate? Should we? You know, and I thought, you know, that's that's really the meat, the, the sort of meat and vegetables. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, they clearly wrestle with all the philosophical elements and there are some such, as you say, deep, deep mm. philosoph philosophical elements. But that they can always bring into it the Lord. And I never get that because... Mm. You sort of think, I mean, one of the arguments at the beginning, one of the discussions was if we leave, how will God find us? And as one of the women said eventually, well, if he can find so-and-so, he'll find us. And um, there's a mixture of common sense, pragmatism, if mm. you like, mm. and complete mystic nonsense, which is to do with the Lord. But on, on the other hand, we are made to believe, and we do believe it because of the power of the um, speech and the acting, that it's vital to their lives. Mm. This, so, so one of the things that they say is when they move, if they move, if they all decide that, because they all change their minds at, at some point mm. or another, they will um, have. They have to keep 
within this religion. Mm. It's so important. Well, there was that important exchange, wasn't there, where one of the women, I can't remember if it was Jesse Buckley or Claire Foy, they wanted to mete out violence. Yes. You know, for them, they were going to get an axe, they were going to chop yeah. them up, they would watch them die, they would laugh That's as they die. Yeah, yeah. And then the elder, the oldest woman in the group said, look, I've really interrogated what it means in terms of our religion and the only way is pacifism. I totally disagreed. I wanted to, to go out and go yeah, on a fucking Texas yeah, Chainsaw Massacre yeah. rampage, you know, because... Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was, I, I don't know, I thought it was quite clever in, in all of that. I, th I, I do believe these communities would be so ensconced within the religious framework that they would fear. I mean, Christ, Catholics who renounce Catholicism, you yourself, you know, so many Catholics still struggle with guilt yeah. and eternal damnation. Yeah. So I could, if you're embedded in this world where you've been educated in nothing other than this. Yes. I thought that was very powerful. But I, I kept, again, I kept finding that you've got this incredibly intense, incredibly powerful feminist significant dialogue going on between women which quite obviously the reason it's been made and the reason it's successful critically is that it still presents an enormous parallel yeah. for what's going on now yeah it took us back to a, an era the yeah, 70s, 70s although it seems to strangely have been set in the 70s too that was going well, on for you yeah there was no name for it then whereas i live who live in the west and have the, had the power of education and all the, the access to books and access mm. to everything could decide to mm. decide would mm. do something you know as much as radical feminism which these women wouldn't even have a name for but what they were doing was trying to get away from the men mm. i mean that was the nub of the problem but women are still doing that and this post yeah. sarah, sarah everard community and my daughter yeah. on the my daughter had an afternoon of hell yeah, at the had... hands of toxic masculinity just gone three different types teachers youngsters and a person who's theoretically a nice potential boyfriend you know horrible horrible men and i you know for me actually weirdly seeing it on the friday evening after that mm. i was sat there thinking things haven't fucking changed i got quite depressed yeah in the in oh, a it sense is depressing oh my god yeah but in a sense, it's a liberating film because by the end, it's it's a parable because, again, the, lit yeah. the literalness of how it resolves itself and their sort of push for freedom and all this kind of stuff couldn't have literally happened like it does. No. It was poetic. It was... But also, let me say this, that I think in a way, and I hate to use this phrase because in a way we're trying to avoid it with Ben Wisher and whatever, that it will be much more difficult for men, and I have to say nice men, mm. to watch than women. I would think. Oh, I mean, all the things that you were feeling because of exactly what had mm. happened to you during the day and the fact that you think, what is wrong with all these mm. men? You are one. Yeah. And in the sense that I, I can think, well, all this is wrong and the women can think, take the kids and run. We're not one. So mm. we don't have to deal with that aspect of it. I thought there was a really interesting dialogue in there about the specifics of the age of their children that they would take away with them, i.e., is a boy at the age of 12, 13 or 14, which is re really resonant for us in our mm, household, mm. the behaviour of boys of that age. I thought, I thought that, see, that all that dialogue was really powerful around at what age is a boy unchangeable or set in their ways and could be mouldable towards a more sort of, you know, equal, you know, civilised, moral kind of attitude to women. I thought that was really telling because that goes to the whole nature nurture. It goes to the whole topic of can men be educated out of toxic yeah. masculinity and this is a film and this is what was very clever about the film it's a film about toxic masculinity without showing it overtly, overtly I mean, obviously yeah, the, yeah. the whole thing is the consequence yeah. of that yeah but ben but where ben wishaw is good in that because the the women the girls the women ask him directly if they think that men boys can be are a danger to their girls and yeah, he yeah. says yeah after thought he says yes yeah i was but, nodding ferociously yeah but he says they can be almost mm. trained mm. out of it i was tugged in two different directions yeah on the one hand i was really cross that there had to be a man involved in their freedom yes really cross that yes. it involved a man however nice and however much of a crying man i kind of got indignant about that yeah. like, fuck's yeah. sake why does that man have to why do we have so many films where men have to facilitate yeah no, that's true 
in a way, that would probably be the case. Mm. And then I thought, where well, this film was really powerful, and there was one particular sequence where I thought he did it so well, where I think it was around that conversation about when are boys, are boys rescuable? Yeah. And then I thought, it was also a film about how you have to involve men. Yeah. And then, I don't know if you remember, it was the sequence, the montage of all the boys' faces in class looking into camera. Wasn't that incredible? Incredibly powerful. Yeah. Because it was showing you the, at what point does the tipping point between innocence yeah. and prejudice I mean, all, that is so powerful. And mm. uh, I, the fact that the film had the nerve to do that with no sort of not warning us or anything. Yeah. So I always think one of the most powerful things for me when you get these true life crimes and especially to do, obviously to do with violence against mm. women, always what gets me, as well as the women, obviously, are the photos or the pictures of the boys as young boys. Mm. And you think, what happens? Mm. What happens? Yeah, when does it change? When do they become sort of horrible yeah. and like as a father of daughters you think you fuckers yeah but at what point were they kids sweet kids yeah. who know no better yeah exactly there's one the, character that i'd like to ask your advice on because mm. i didn't get it at all the the, the girl who... don't tell me the woman with the horses <laughs> no no she was lovely she, she provided was, some she... lovely light, light relief i loved also by the way i've been searching ardently for the the wonderful quotes by the poet coleridge, oh, coleridge yeah, about yeah. school and how about learning isn't about sort of competition or ego or it's every everything he said yes. was about homeschooling. <laughs> everything yes, was about yes. not learning the way that we learn. Yes. I thought it was beautiful and I could keep on trying to pull together various quotes. But what I didn't understand, another character well, a character I really mm. didn't understand. I didn't know why she was it was the girl who wasn't speaking who was a boy. Oh yeah, the by uh, the um Tran, yeah. almost tran almost She was trans. She, she wasn't because obviously there's no such thing as trans, but she was so um, traumatized by her rape and the birth of yes. the child that she Went gave mute. up gave up speaking, cut her hair, and and more or less identified identified as them or, or as as male. How yeah. have that been allowed in this community? Good point. I mean, and again, that's one of those other areas where I was drawn into a literal reading. Yeah. Whereas I, they I don't get, make much of her, do no, they? She looks after the younger children. Yeah, but it's, I, I'd say this is the only frustration I had with the film where I had to keep pu actively pushing myself back to a metaphor. I thought, don't read this yeah, literally. Yeah, don't. No, don't. But then let's get to the perf performances of the women. I thought, I thought they were all sensational, weren't they? Well, absolutely, and I, and I hope that rather than the fact that there wasn't. A, Somebody they could give an Oscar to. They were all Oscar. Well, I wish there so was a, an award. You... I think there is in some. In some, I think the Golden Globes. Someone might do it. An ensemble cast yeah, award. It was but, incredible. Mm. I mean, they all had sort of quirks of personality that were different. Mm. It would seem that the Jesse Buckley character husband seemed to be one of the most violent mm. i thought she was sensational i thought claire foy was brilliant with that sort of bristling fury i mean i have to confess i identified with her most because i think she wanted to kill people most or yeah uh, but, although jesse buckley did too but what but but the claire foy character as well what she was worried about as well was from the religious aspect she would be a murderer she knows she mm. would and that's when one of the older women i love the two older women the one with wonderful. the horses and the, the other one the other one was lovely wasn't, wasn't she, she? Yeah. i have never seen her in anything no but for me it was almost like a trip down memory lane to all of your feminist meetings in blenheim prison yeah yeah um did you identify with the fight yeah i suppose it was far more clear-cut for me in a way right. i mean i got the first time i saw it you weren't hampered by the religious doubt no mm. exactly and i mean i got very very upset at the end because there's swelling music and everybody mm. leaves mm. and they've decided to take the boys and the claire foy character persuades her son he goes with them and that for me was mark when he was young and um mark was coming with me sort of thing but not not without lots and lots of protests mm. from the movement I mean, it was a strong movement in the 70s that I happened to be in. Uh, yeah, I, and I think it's, it's very beautifully shot. 
the slight frustration with the way it was shot for me was the I found the green screen through the barn doors really obvious. Oh, it was quite you? clear that this was a sound studio set and, and a lot of the shots were very Netflixy in their execution with the CGI. I mean, that, it's a minor gripe, but because the landscape was beautiful, I was give, I was getting vibes of do you remember the Harrison Ford Amish film Witness? Yeah, and where also, they shot it all for was real. It that Terence Malick film. Yes, Days of Heaven. Yeah, yeah the fear of the crop fields. Yeah, and the crop kind of fields. Yeah. But also, um, in terms of filming, I like the fact that. It, it could almost have been black and white to begin with, yes. and then very, yeah. very, very slowly. Very wasn't it? They, it made me think a lot about things like, you know, uh, you know, Margaret Atwood's The Handmaid's Tale. I was getting yeah. Crucible vibes. I was thinking of Witness, the Amish film. I was thinking about that Marcy Macy May, you know, the sort of yeah. cult, cult thing, because it's, yeah, it's not too yeah. far from a girl. And I thought it was quite neat the way in which this could have been, you know, this could have been 15th century wherever. Yeah. And the only moment where that was punctured was with the car driving through. Was it the monkeys they were yeah, playing? Yeah, which, which was yeah, kind of curious. Yeah. Okay, well, let's sum it up and score it. Come on. Okay, well, for the fact that it spoke to me <laughs> of my life and um, of some of the fights and whatever. Yeah, it, it is deeply, deeply philosophical. And I want to say this to you viewers and not to make it sound boring, but... I sort of went to underline that because I, if you like, was halfway there because of what I went through when I was younger. But I know how difficult it was for people to begin to grasp even what, you know, it'd be, what do you mean, you know, mm. abandoned men? What well, do you that mean was maybe when... your different mountain to climb was where yeah. they had to clamber over religion. You had to clamber over the newness of what you were saying. Yeah, no, no, that's true. That's true. What was radical feminism then is now just basic rights. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, yes, Can't exactly, mean. exactly. So it brought up loads and loads of sort of emotions like that. Mm. Um, I thought the actual writing was was brilliant. Mm. You know, I thought the way that they argue, the way that they change in their minds, the way that everybody's um, and, and not necessarily supports each other because they lose their temper with each other like you would. I think it's, <laughs> I don't know why I ever exaggerate, but I do think it's a masterpiece of writing. And I would give it, and I'm thinking of this score, 94. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought I think it was all of those things. I totally echo everything you said. I, I really thought it was quite a clever film about what's men's part in sorting women's, you know, circumstances out in terms of, you know, fighting patriarchy. What is men's role? I thought mm. Ben Whishaw was a troubling presence for me. It's mm, problematic mm. in terms of the story, in terms of the gender politics, in terms of their sort of reliance on him as a frustration, though in a weird way it would be true. I loved, I saw that you cried a few times about the dichotomy between what they were striving for and having sons, and in a yeah. sense, almost their own sons being in the enemy's camp yeah. by simply dint of being sons, which is yeah. very relatable for us. Yeah. Um, so, there's, so there's, there was all of that. I thought that was really intriguing. As you say, I thought the I thought the script was beautifully written. I thought the performances were absolutely sensational. But you know, obviously, all the main stars are getting the look in. Whereas I think the the supporting cast was sensational. It was just a real, you know, and you could see it as a fantastic play. I get frustrated with films that almost exploit the theatrical stage like execution because yeah. I think this is cinema. Come on, get get well, exactly, get larger with but it. For example, let me just uh, or smaller but larger. Yeah, let me just sort of interject this in. I didn't think, for example, it was as stagey as The Whale. No, no, I agree. For example, Sorry, which... <laughs> now, <laughs> which... No, no I so... agree, no, I agree, nor, nor The Sun. You know, yeah. they were stage plays, so... Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I thought it was really meditative, I thought it was really thought-provoking, I thought it was heartbreaking. You have to think about the issues, don't you? You, you have to think... think about the issues, and I thought about them afterwards, but, I, I you know, and I, I really was struck by that line about if we don't have the language, we never had the language, we'd never learnt the language, and that's, in a way, why for so long they'd never challenged what they yeah, were going through and I thought it yeah. was incredibly powerful for all you know white sort of privilege male privilege yeah, for yeah. all 
minorities or you know sections of society that have been essentially controlled by patriarchy it's like well if you haven't got the language it takes so long to get round it yeah to kind of criticize yeah. it and, and pull it apart so i thought it was really thought-provoking and all of that i thought it was very clever the way they didn't use the men i thought it was nice that men were absent from yeah. it and all that kind of yeah. stuff so yeah so what would i give it i i would give this 90 out of 100 i oh, think okay. it's I, yeah no i think it was a really important film the the most major thing that I came out of with it was yes the ending is supposed to be rousing and yeah but I really really felt quite depressed about how profoundly things haven't changed for young women now and how in many regards they've potentially got worse yeah and I found it quite well, depressing in that because of course this is this is an extreme example of yeah. a of a community where they're beaten up drugged and and and, and raped mm. um but in 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 our in our landscape today I was thinking oh my god this is I mean obviously it's a metaphor obviously it's a parallel yeah and also the end is mythic in the sense the that we're just mythic. supposed and to that, going back to your original thing that's what I read into this is a work of female imagination yeah. oh I see was that the escape in that sort of romantic idyllic fashion oh I see was a work of female imagination okay, okay. Okay, okay, um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I fully recommend seeing it. Yeah, yes, and me.